What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. And before we get to our interview today, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at College Hockey Talk. Also, subscribe to our Apple Podcast page and leave a rating and review, and also follow our Spotify page as well. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I really appreciate it if you did those things. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I really appreciate that as well. You can watch this entire interview on our YouTube channel as well. Enjoy the interview, everyone, and have a great day. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by LIU hockey player Garrett Worth. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Garrett, and how's everything going? Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, everything's going well here. I'm kind of battling the, the COVID elements and stuff like that. But uh, but other than that, it's been a great season so far. So Yeah, and this year's college hockey season has been very different, obviously. Uh, what are some of the challenges you have faced personally, and how have you tried to overcome some of those challenges? Yeah, I mean, just kind of going, taking every every day, step at a time. I mean, you never really know what's going to happen. And, you know, here we're getting tested at every other day. So, I mean, you just got to be aware that things can pop up and kind of got to have an open mind and just kind of keep chugging along. Yeah, and there's been many schedule changes and adjustments throughout this season. How have you mentally stayed prepared for all of those changes and postponements to your schedule? And what's the key for maintaining flexibility for this season? Yeah, I mean, going to work every single day, just being prepared for practice, being prepared for cancellations and everything said, and just, just show up to practice every day and work hard. Everything else will take care of itself. Yeah, and uh, what's it like to play this season without fans, and has that been an adjustment for yourself? Yeah, that's obviously weird. I mean, I, I don't remember the last time that I played a game with no fans, so that's, that's always interesting, but uh, I mean – that's kind of another thing you learn as, as the season goes along, just becoming closer with your teammates and stuff like that, making sure there's a lot of energy on the bench to kind of get everyone going. So, Yeah, what's it like uh, being road warriors and not being at home? Is that an adjustment or is that a challenge or is it fun? Because I know some players love being on the road because they can just focus on the game and not any of the outside noise that happens when you're at a home game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd say it's an adjustment for, for sure, but I think for – for us being a first-year program, I think it's I think it's more fun for us than anything. I mean, we get to go on the road and see all these uh, college hockey rinks that we kind of dreamed of playing in. So I think it's cool for us to kind of bond and be able to be on the bus together and stuff like that. So, What's been the best uh, road rink you've played in this year? I know you played at RIT. That's a pretty cool spot. And Army's rink, I heard, is pretty cool as well. Yeah, I'd say both of those. I mean, RIT's facilities are really nice. I mean, they – I thought their campus was awesome and we were treated really well in both places. And yeah, like you said, armies, there's so much history there. And obviously uh, both the Riley's our coach and theirs going head to head was, was really fun for us to kind of get motivated and pumped up for that one. So. Yeah. How was Holy Cross's rink? Because I've been there before I've scored a goal there before, not a big deal, but that's a pretty interesting rink as well. Yeah. It's, it's not a, it's not a bad place at all. I mean, they, they got that big facility there and, that was kind of our first uh, first weekend of college hockey together. So that was a really cool uh, weekend, and I don't think any of us will forget that one. So Now you're talking about Coach Riley. What's it like to play under him, and what have you learned under him so far? Because he's kind of a new head coach to college hockey. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the best guy for the job here for sure. I mean, you can see how passionate he is every single day at the rink. You know, he takes it really serious, and, uh, you know, we, we mean a lot to him. And 
in developing us. So um, we're, we're really lucky to have a guy like that. And with a fresh new program, I mean, like I said, he's, he's definitely three on three overtime has also been introduced to college hockey this year. Uh, What has that been like for yourself and what's it like being more of an offensive defenseman, getting more space on the ice and having more opportunities to score goals? Yeah. I mean, getting used to three on three play and stuff like that. I know we've gone to overtime a few been able to squeak out two wins on the road in overtime. So I think just practicing it and uh, where it's going to happen. So. Yeah. And I want to ask you about your off season. That was obviously different as well. How did you adjust uh, to all the changes that were made with less ice time and gyms being closed and how did you prepare for this upcoming season? Yeah. So basically I just had a gym at my house that I would uh, train at quite a bit. And then I also had a, a trainer that was able to get me in. So I was really fortunate for that. And um, as far as ice, ice availability, availability goes, I was, that was pretty tough. That was a tough part to get on the ice. I didn't really get on ice as much as I wish I would have been able to with the rinks being closed back in Minnesota, but yeah, just trying to stay fit throughout my gym and whenever I was able to get in with my trainer. Now, what's it like playing in Atlantic hockey and talk about the competition you have to face or have faced so far this year. Yeah, I think it's really good, and um, just the, the competitive side of college talk, you being a freshman, you kind of notice notice that jump. But, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really good hockey, and we're, we're fortunate enough to be able to uh, partner with them for the year, so that was nice. Yeah, what's the biggest adjustment you've had to make to college hockey? Has it been more the mental side of the game, making quicker decisions with the puck, or is it more the physicality, playing against players that are five years older than you are? Yeah, kind of like you said, I think just making decisions with the puck. I think uh, your time is – you don't have as much time, obviously. And I'd, th- I'd say the speed of the game is also a lot quicker than uh, what it was in junior. So. Yeah, and you – what's it like to have Garrett Metcalf in net? That's something I've noticed watching your team play. He really sticks out to me. What's it like having a guy like that on net, especially since he has a lot of veteran experience in college hockey, which is important for a team like yourself since you're a newer team in college hockey? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's so determined in practice. He's such a good leader. He, you see how hard he works every single day, and um, you know you you see it pay off in games for him, which is really really amazing to see. He's he's a true leader, like I said, and uh, he, he comes to work every single day. So I'm I'm just really proud of everything that he's been able to accomplish this year. Now, talking about some of the games you've played so far, we were obviously talking about the Holy Cross rank. You got your first program win at that uh, rank. Talk about that game and what was your reaction when Rajits got that overtime goal? Because I was watching that live. It was pretty cool to see how excited you guys were to get that road win, especially since I think a lot of people were doubting your team at that time. Yeah, it was really cool. Like you said, I mean, I, I think a lot of people were doubting us too. We, we built a program with two months to go until the season and in the middle of a pandemic. So that's pretty crazy itself. But yeah, just to kind of see him uh, get that breakaway and start skating on the ice. I think the boys kind of knew that he was going to bury it and, I mean, if you if you watch our bench closely, you see it absolutely explodes. So I think that speaks for speaks for itself on how excited we were. So it was, it was a huge win for the program. And you just played Army a couple of weekends ago. Uh, what did you take away from that series, especially since you got your first collegiate assist in that series as well? Yeah, it's super cool to play them and play there. I mean, the trip there was really cool and going through security to get onto campus and stuff like that. Uh, it was awesome and. Um, yeah, to get that second win on Saturday night was huge for us. And, you know, Coach Riley came in the locker room and we were all ready to go. We were kind of quiet and pumped him up when he came in. So I think that was that was a special win for us, but a special win for him as well. So, 
Yeah, definitely. And Army's kind of a defensive-minded team. What do you? What's your plan uh, going against teams like that? Because they're very strong with the puck, and especially on three-on-three overtime situations. I know you didn't play in one in that series, but they don't really make many mistakes when it comes to the defensive end of things. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they make a lot of mistakes anywhere on the ice. They're they're really strong, and um, I mean they're they're strong in their D zone, but they're also strong in the offensive zone. So it's it sometimes tough to get pucks even out of our zone against them. But um, yeah, just being able to kind of get pucks to the net and get bodies to the net was was kind of something we keyed in on. Now I want to start off talking about uh, before you went to LIU. You're from Duluth, Minnesota. How did you start playing hockey and falling in love with the sport? Because I know in Minnesota, hockey's everything up there, basically. Yeah, exactly. I, I started at a really young age. My, my my parents were always bringing me to the rink and uh, tying skates outside and doing all those little things as as a kid. But yeah, I think I I think I just fell in love with it like right away when I was younger, and I never really lost love for the game. So I think that's kind of where it started. Did you have a favorite player growing up, and what part of the game did you admire the most? Uh, yeah, I really liked Clayton Keller. He's he plays for the Arizona Coyotes now, and. I just kind of like to watch him play. I thought he was super offensive minded and he's obviously got a, a gift and um, just kind of the way that he, he goes about himself and carries himself at the rank. And it's just really things that I thought I could learn off of. Yeah, no, he was great when he played with Boston University and he's obviously done a great job with the Coyotes so far. Now, you played for your high school in Duluth. So my question is, what's the Minnesota high school hockey scene like? I've seen the YouTube clips before. It's pretty insane. Uh, what's it like being a player in that atmosphere? Because that must be fun. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I'd, I'd say the best four years of my life were, were definitely at Duluth East. Um, you, you grow up with these guys like your whole entire life and uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, you have a chance of playing in the in the state tournament, which is pretty much every kid's dream in Minnesota. So, yeah, I mean, those those four years were extremely special for me and um, something I'll never forget. Did you get to go to the state tournament at the Wild Arena? Yeah, I actually went twice my freshman year and my senior year. So it was it was really special. Yeah, what's it like playing there, especially in an NHL facility? Because I know talking to other Minnesota players, they say it sold out. Yeah, it does sell out. I think um, I think my uh, senior year we had twenty one thousand people at our uh, state championship game, so that was that was crazy. Now, being a young kid in that atmosphere, how do you try to handle it? Because it seems like a lot. Yeah, I think you you, you got to try and treat it like every other game, but obviously it's 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 a bigger game than 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 others. But um, yeah, just kind of going with that mindset, and you know, there's still a hockey game to play out there. It's just another hockey game, so you you just got to you just got to play. Is it weird talking to other guys on your team about the Minnesota high school hockey scene, especially since a lot of your teammates aren't from Minnesota? Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Some guys, uh, they like to give, give Minnesota kids crap for it and say, oh, Minnesota high school, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely funny. We, uh, we make jokes about it and stuff. But I think, I think a lot of the guys definitely probably wanted to play in it. Oh, definitely. Yes. Being from the East Coast, it's just different, you know. And I, I think it's awesome in my opinion. Yeah, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Now, after high school hockey, you played in the North American Hockey League for the Minnesota Wilderness. How did you get the opportunity to play in that league? Yeah, so uh, that that um, that team's actually based about 20 minutes from my house. So I was actually living at home. I wasn't building, but there was a lot of other junior teams that I stopped by, too. Um, just the Wilderness, I, I was drafted by them after my high school season. So I got a chance to play there after high school. And then for my last year of juniors, I ended up coming back and uh, – finishing up there 
You then went on to play in the British Columbia Hockey League for three different organizations. Talk about your experience there and what did you take away from it? Yeah, it was a good experience. Uh, it was pretty far from home in my first year kind of away. But other than that, I liked it. Um, I think uh, after I got traded for my first team, I went to the second team and uh, I had an MCL injury second game I was there. So that kind of put me out. And But yeah, it was a good experience. It's, it's a great league, a lot of skills. So I, I had a lot of memories up there that I, I won't forget. Now, having an injury in the BCHL, what adversity did you have to face and how did you try to overcome some of that adversity, especially since you're trying to get noticed by college hockey schools? Yeah, some of the adversity was kind of just, you know, staying grounded, trying to figure out what the next steps were, whether if it'd be better if I came home and got uh, rehab from my doctors here or stay there and try and figure out um, something there. But um, it wasn't too bad. You know, I had a lot of help from my coaches and uh, my trainers and stuff like that. So it wasn't too bad. Now, after your time in the BCHL, you went on to play for the Des Moines Buccaneers in the USHL. What was your time there like, and how did it compare to the North American Hockey League? Yeah, I'd for sure say that's uh, one of the best places to play in the USHL if you're going to go that route. It's just um, we, had, we had such great coaches there, such a great organization, and the history goes on forever there, and um, it's also a great city to live in. So, you know, I cherished my time there, and um, I loved it. I'd say uh, – USHL might be a little middle, little bit faster speed than the null, but like it's really not far off. I mean, there's so many, so many great players coming from the null up. So, yeah, and you ended your junior career with the Minnesota Wilderness. Uh, what made you want to leave the USHL and go back to the North American Hockey League? Yeah, I just said playing time, just not getting enough playing time in the USHL at the time, and I think it was the right move to kind of go back and um, finish up there and. Be, be more of a high-key guy there and get the, get the minutes that I needed to finish up in my last year of junior. Now, how did your experiences in those leagues help prepare you for college hockey? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think juniors is a huge step. I mean, even if you're, if you, even if you're good enough to go true freshman, I'd, I'd say play a year junior because you, you learn how to be on your own, like be away from your parents and kind of take care. And then the hockey aspect side of it, and it's just like – there's so much development, so many things that you do off the ice, and you kind of learn how to be a pro at the same time. So I think I think juniors is a huge, huge stepping stone. Now talk about your recruiting process and why did you want to play for LIU? And Mike, my other question is, how did LIU approach you? Because before, just a few months ago, they weren't even a D1 hockey program. Yeah, so um, I was originally committed to Arizona State University, and then that kind of folded through um, right before um, COVID. So I kind of had to find a place to go and it was so crazy because of the pandemic starting and like the season getting canceled and stuff like that. So I was talking to a couple teams and then kind of saw that LU was going to create a program through, uh, through Twitter. I saw that and um, my coach had, from the wilderness had reached out to them and they were interested and that's kind of how I got here. Yeah. What's it like playing for a new D1 program and what role do you want to help? What role do you want to play in to help grow the program? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's awesome. You have a bunch of guys here that are super hungry, like for an opportunity. And, you know, we feel very fortunate to be here, which is, which is really awesome. And, you know, when you get to this point, I think you embrace any role that the coaches want you to play. So I think for me, it's just kind of being open-minded and it can switch every single year. Now, another question I have is when you arrived to campus, what was the training like getting you guys set up for this season, especially knowing, not knowing what, who you're going to play basically. Yeah, training was training was really hard. I think um, you know, with a lot of guys not being able to get in gyms and not being able to get on the ice, 
but uh, we went through a crazy, crazy training cramp, training camp here, and uh, we got into shape pretty quick. So we were really fortunate to have the, the strength and conditioning coaches that we have, and and the coaches that we have. So I think that was that was a huge, huge part in getting us ready to go for the season. Yeah, what's the campus like at LIU? I've never been there before. I know it's close to New York. Do you ever take trips down there? And just what's the whole atmosphere like on campus? I know it's a bit different because of COVID. Yeah, it's it's only about 25, 30 minutes from uh, from the big city. So we actually we we actually went down to the city the other day. We we kind of go when we can. We have off days and stuff like that. Um, it's really cool to see and really close to be really cool to be right right and close to it. But um, yeah, campus is great here. It's private and pretty quiet i mean i think for a stretch of two months there we were the only ones on campus because of covid so it's it's kind of been our home for for five months we were, we didn't go home for christmas or anything like that so we've been here for the whole stretch but it's it's good has that been hard for you not able to go home and see your family and being alone basically since i'm assuming dorm rooms are kind of limited yeah i think i think some days can be harder than others and um but like like i said we have such a great team here such a close close-knit group that you know, it makes it a lot easier and uh, we all get along so well. So just being able to bond together and kind of kind of talk to each other about whatever it is, it, it helps a lot. Now, what, what are academics looking like for yourself? Is it all online or is it kind of like a hybrid model? Yeah, so um, first semester they tried to start uh, in person and then there was, there was kind of an outbreak and they kind of just shut it down immediately. And for this um, spring semester, they're uh, they're trying to – put it back in person we were able to sign up online if, if we wanted to so we could just take our courses online which is a, a lot easier with us being on the road all the time so I think uh, most of us as a team we uh, schedule our classes online for second semester again. Now how do you balance academics and hockey because I know being a D1 athlete it's just tough because your basically schedule is kind of already set for yourself especially with school and academics what's the key to balancing that because I know it's a lot different than high school and it's definitely a lot harder than high school as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so basically, we have like an open open window during our day. It's kind of the afternoonish where um, we have our practices and workouts. So none of our classes will be scheduled at that point. And so uh, basically, most of our classes are in the in the early mornings and some are at night. Um, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely tough to balance. You got to be organized, and I mean, if you're organized and you're on top of it, I, I don't think it's too hard. So was that a skill you had to learn, like time management and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, for sure. I think when I got here, it was it was something that I was I was ready to kind of learn and be uh, open minded with. And you know, you got all your teammates, so you can kind of bounce ideas off of them and stuff like that. But yeah, you got to it's it's a it's a lot of time management. And if you, if you make the most of your time, you you'll be able to get it done. Now, who has been the biggest help for yourself transitioning into college hockey? Has there been a leader on your team that's really helped you and taken you under your wing? Yeah, I'd say all our seniors. I mean, like all the all the older players that have been there and kind of seen it all. They've they've been, um, you know, most I shouldn't say most places, but you know, some places you have that uh, clicks and stuff like that. Well, we didn't really have that because we all came here at the same exact time, so we're all just super close. But yeah, it's super helpful to have the senior class that we do, and just like even the upperclassmen in general, kind of leading the way and just teaching us that you got to take every day seriously and and uh, bring your work bucket every single day. Now, what are your goals and expectations for the rest of the season and for your, the LIU program? And where do you see the program three or four years after you graduate? Yeah, I'd just say uh, finish strong. I mean, like I said, just, you never know what games are going to happen. 
So you kind of just got to you gotta go to practice every single day and continue to work. And, you know, even if we don't play a ton of more games, like the work that we put in right now is going to be helpful for next year as well. And um, I think this is a, this is a program that can be uh, can be nationally ranked sooner than sooner rather than later. We have the we have the right coaches here, the right strength and conditioning people, and we're a really tight knit group. So I think we have a, a very bright future ahead. No, it's awesome having a college hockey team in the New York area because there isn't that many around it, which I found pretty surprising. There are a lot of them are near Boston or kind of in the New England area, so it's pretty cool, and I hope it continues to grow. Now, we're in the now in the non-hockey segment of the podcast. We're asking some non-hockey questions. My first one is, uh, what is your favorite TV show to watch? Favorite TV show to watch? Um, right now, I'm watching How to Get Away with Murder, kind of a weird one. But um, I'd say my probably my favorite one that I binged watch was uh, Prison Break. Uh, is How to, Way, How to Get Away with Murder starring Carrie Washington? Am I correct on that? Yeah, I believe so. Awesome, awesome. Now, what music do you like to listen to before a game, and what's your go-to artist uh, during warm-ups? Yeah, I like to listen to the rap for sure, and um, I'm a big uh, Nav guy, so I listen to I listen to him before games. That song "Run It Up" with him and Pop Smoke is awesome. That definitely gets me fired yeah. up. Yeah, really good, really good song. Who has had the best uh, warm-up mix in any of the road arenas you've played in so far? Oh man, that's that's funny. Um, I'd probably have to go with my roommate actually, uh, Connor Schmuel. I don't I don't know how often he gets ox, but uh, in the car on the way to the rinks and stuff, he he runs a pretty good ox. So now speaking of your teammates, uh, who is the funniest on the team? Uh, number nine, Christian Radic. He's he's hilarious. He's a goofball. So we love him. <laughs> Now, who has the best style on the team besides yourself? Because we have a few of the LIU guys that follow our Instagram page, and I've been seeing some of their looks that they posted on the gram, and it's pretty sick. Yeah, best style. Um, I'd probably have to go with, like, Jordan DeSico. He's got pretty good style. I, I like it anyways. So. Now, what has been the hardest class you've taken so far in college? Hardest class? Um, it's a good one. I'd probably say accounting. Oh yeah, it's kind of tough right off the bat, but got a hang of it. What's your major, or are you undecided right now? Finance right now. Oh, nice, nice. Is that something you want to do after hockey? Uh, well, I, I'm not sure yet. I might, I might switch it. I might stick with it. I just haven't really decided. Nice. Now, my last non-hockey question to you is: uh, If you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Oh man, it's a good one. Uh, I think I'd probably have lunch with Patrick Kane. I think that would be that'd be pretty cool. I mean, if I thought about it more, I could probably think of somebody else. But I think on the top of my head, I think having lunch with Patrick Kane would be uh, pretty cool. That would be awesome. What would you ask him? Would you ask him how to do that shootout move where he does all the dangles right in front of the goalie and just picks a corner? <laughs> I mean, probably. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably ask him just, just a ton of questions about his hockey career and kind of the things he's seen and things he's been a part of and stuff like that. Do you think he's the best American hockey player of all time? Because I think so. Either him or Austin Matthews. And I know Jack Eichel is making his way up there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he probably is the, the best American American player of all time right now. He's got some, uh, some guys definitely running after him too. Definitely, definitely. Have you been watching the NHL at all? I know the season just started. Yeah, we've been, we've been watching a lot of games here. And it's, it's pretty nice to have hockey on every single night now. What's your thoughts on just the whole season in general? And are you a Wild fan? 
Yeah, I am. A, I am a wild fan. <laughs> They're getting a little bit better here, but um, yeah, just I think they've done a great, great job as the NHL as a whole, just kind of preparing those rings and getting those banners set up to make it look a little bit better with no fans. So it's it's still really fun to watch. I find it interesting. I obviously the I think the cool the, the division thing is pretty cool how they set that all up, especially the Canadian division. But I think the only thing that I find kind of an adjustment as a fan is playing the same team twice in a row. That's been definitely weird for me. Yeah, that is that is definitely weird. It's going to create a, some big rivalries over the years for sure. Yeah, I think they're going to play the same teams like seven times. And I, I think by game like six or seven, there's going to be some nastiness, which should be fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. I think as fans, we, we love to see that kind of stuff. So Now back to some hockey questions. My first one is, what advice would you give a younger player trying to pursue a Division One college hockey scholarship? Yeah, just I'd say just continue to work hard every single day. If if it's something you truly want, um, it won't feel like work to you. It'll be fun, and just uh, go to the rink every single day with a smile on your face, and and um, just continue to push push hard off on and off the ice. And uh, you know, you just gotta hope for the best at that point. Now, what should I do better as an interviewer to improve this podcast and make this platform better? Oh man, that's a tough question. Uh, I don't know. I like, I like the questions that you asked. Uh, I don't know if I really have anything right now, but I'll, I'll keep in mind. Awesome. I appreciate it. Do you have any message to the LIU fans out there before we let you go? I know I was checking out some of the ratings. LIU has probably the best ratings in all of college hockey right now when it comes to streaming. So any message to the fans out there? Yeah. Continue to support us. I mean, um, we're excited to get you guys in the building and have fans at our game and, uh, we're just going to keep pushing, pushing forward here. Do you have any shout-outs you'd like to give to any of your teammates, uh, family members, or friends? Uh, shout-out. I mean, shout-out to my family. I guess I haven't, I haven't seen them in uh, a really long time and hope they're doing well and staying healthy, and uh, I love you guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Garrett. I really appreciate it. Take care, stay safe, and have a great rest of your season, and hopefully one day I'll be able to come out to LIU and watch a game and promote your team even more. Yeah, thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. It literally means the world to me. Please follow our social media accounts and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'll be posting older videos on that platform as the days go on. I'll see you guys next time with another great podcast. But until then, everyone, take care, stay safe, and have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening.